Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue show with, I have got to say, woohoo! I did it. I lasted a whole year with the Ask Sue show. And what stories we've gone through, what heartache we've gone through, what happiness, what tears, what fun, what laughter. Usually there's laughter about myself, but loads of different things that we've done. But let's not forget all the good that we've done. Let's look at all the dogs that have been saved, that have been shared, the awareness of dogs being shot by police, BSL laws, and all the other things that I couldn't have got out there without all of you guys. Um, I would love it for everybody to please call in tonight. Um, tell me, you know, what effect it's done to you. Have we exposed things to you that you didn't know about? Whether it be the Hey Mr. Government shows uh, about our pets, about good old UK weather, just the good old rants I do, or just having a laugh at my accent. Whatever it may be, please call in 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. And also, I would love to see how far we are actually getting out there with the show. How far are the shows getting to? Okay, so whether you're in America, whether you're on Timbuktu, then please give us a call in. It's 347-327-9694. Give us a call in, and uh, let's see if we can get this show on the road tonight. Right, the other thing that I've been doing in the last, well, let's just say a day, I've been putting a bit of a website together because I was, as most of you will have seen, I was a bit harassed the other night with the fact that I was a little bit fed up to the back teeth of the um, Facebook. I cannot be doing with being controlled. So I have set up a website. It is com forward slash voice four and the number four voiceless. I'll say that again. HTTP and a dot over the top of another dot, forward slash, forward slash, ask Sue radio show, dot wix, dot com, forward slash, voice for voiceless, and that's a four, not F-O-R, four. Um, I put it into um, the chat room, and that is literally where we're going to be having loads of different things in there. At the moment, I managed to put together where, obviously, we've got the um, home page, which is just telling you about the voice for the voiceless, um, and you can click the Ask Sue charity auction picture, and it'll take you to there. You can go to the Ask Sue rant page by going to the rant picture, and you can go to the um, uh, straight to the show, so every week you can just, every day or whenever you want to listen to a show, you just click on to the Welcome to Ask Sue show picture, and that will take you straight to there. Then we go to the About Us, which is literally just telling you about what we're doing, um, about myself, about my children, and also the numbers to be able to call in, the email address, the Skype, and uh, all of that on there. Then we've got a contact us form, so you can give us an email. It will literally send a, a message straight to me, and I do try to answer emails within 24 hours. Obviously, sometimes internet problems or children being a pain, you know, as they are, you know, it does take a little bit longer, but I do try to um, sort all of that. Um, also, we've got the links page, which has got all the different links to all the different pages 
that either I run or I'm associated with. So maybe it might be that we've got different things that people, other people have done. And so, of course, we will try and support other groups, other pages and everything as well. Um, then we've got the Ask Sue blog, which is actually on Blogspot. Blog spot. I'll get that right in a minute. Um, but if you can click on there, it goes straight, and it'll tell you about the shows that we've got upcoming, different links, and also we put the shows in. But then afterwards, we put links in that are important that need to go and be told to all of you guys. So that's another good place for you. And then we've got the Ask Sue video reel. Oh my goodness! If you want to giggle, go to the toilet first. You can watch videos of me being a total idiot at times um, and also we've got one of our little kitten who is actually being sucked up by the hoover and enjoying it yes don't believe it please go to the website and have a look funny is not the word uh, we've also got a page if you'd like to donate to the ASU show obviously I've been running this for a year now and most of it I have had some donations um, but most of it has been paid for by myself so I would like to thank everybody who has donated to the ASU show over the last year, it's been very, very appreciated, so I thank you for that. We've also got the meetup, which is where you can actually go into there and we can have a good old rant. So maybe there's something you want to bring a story about, um, whatever it may be, we can talk in there and maybe it could be like... Um, like we're doing the chat on the show, except it's like not having the show, but it's there. Do you know what I mean? So that's one. And then we've got the social forum, which is where we are literally bringing topics together. So if anybody wants to put anything in there, we've got the um, cat cases, dog cases, events for everyone. Uh, so if anybody wants to go and have a look at there or wants to put anything in, maybe there's links of dogs that you want us to help, um, by all means put that. And then at the moment, I'm trying to put together one which is Ask Sue Recommendations. And this will be where people can literally, um, I will be promoting people. So anybody that's been on the show, uh, you know, a pages or anything like that, I will try and do it so I can put a picture and a link so they can click it and go straight to that page. So, for instance, let's just very quickly give you an idea. We've got one for, obviously, the Ask Sue show. Uh, one we've got for Canine Justice Network. One we've got for the NJSPCA, one for Kristen's dogs being shot by the police, uh, one's about the time to unite, one's thanking you all for your support, and one is for our co-host Sean McLaughlin, and one's for Howard as well. So, you know, you can add friends to people that you've heard on the show and everything as well. So, um, absolutely brilliant. I loved it. But it's gonna, I've got more that I want to put in there yet and time is of the essence. I've been on it most of the day, and yes, and kicking sometimes when I can't get it quite right. Me with a temper, don't be daft. Right, so um, it's been absolutely fantastic as well. Um, moving on now, I want to just say that I have had some absolute beautiful messages today, and I want to thank everybody that has sent messages. Um, there is some people that have said they're going to try and call in, um, but of course it, it does get difficult, especially when people are in the UK, um, so what I'm going to do is I am actually going to read some of the messages that have been put in our event. And it's, it's just beautiful to see. I mean, um, all of you have been part of this. All of you have worked really hard to be able to get this radio where it is. And I thank everybody who has shared the links and everything to make a difference. I really, really appreciate every single share and every single bit of help. But um, let me just go up. I'm just moving up. Um, right. Anne Ritterhoff 
oh, rats, I'll be at work, but I'll try and, and do a happy birthday before I go to the gul, gulag for the day. I have to something the front desk phone three times a day, which I just hate, and the computer system there's just sucks. So trying to get into email or on Facebook takes forever. I have no patience, so I will try from home before I go. Happy birthday. Happy, happy in advance, though. So thank you very much to Anne. Um, right, let me see who else we've got on here. Um, hold on a minute. Sorry, I'm just trying to go up the page. Uh, Bruce Clanford. Hi, Bruce. Hope you're okay. Yippee. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Uh, Judith Meinberg. Judith, big hugs to you. Hope you're okay. Happy birthday. Start again. Happy first birthday to the show. Sue, keep celebrating. We do. We do try, don't we? Uh, Ratty BGB. Oh, bless her heart. Happy first per day, Sue. Bless her. Big hugs for that. Uh, just a reminder, if anybody wants to do something for my birthday, please sign into the uh, petition, okay? Big Brother Needs Ask Sue. Share the petition tonight, um, and let's see if we can get that up to some hundreds, because it's been very slow, and I'm very disappointed in it. But, you know, we'll get, we'll get there. I know we will, but, you know, it's very hard. And I want to say a big thank you to the absolute bleep that went and did an, a fantastic thing yesterday. And I was working at early hours this morning um, to have some absolute idiots go and report me to Facebook for, for spamming, even though I was sharing dogs that were on the emergency list. Thank you very much to that absolute idiot. You did so much good of stopping me to sharing dogs that are needing our help and saving dogs, cats, people, and all sorts and getting the message out there. I mean, it must have got give you much, much credit doing that, and it just shows what a low life you really are. So thank you very much for that, because you actually gave me the determination then to go and do a website, and I've put it together. So thank you very much for that, uh, for that great inspiration. You did a great job, so thank you for that. Uh, Lisa Ledger, I think Lisa's in the chat. Happy birthday to the one and only Ask Sue. They broke the mold when they made you, honey, and all of us are so damn glad we get to be a part of your life. K keep giving them hell, because if you don't, if you didn't, you just wouldn't be you. Hugs and licks. <laughs> Lisa, thank you so much for that. Uh, oh, my good mate, Kathy Savage. Hope you're okay, Kathy. Happy birthday, Sue. You've had an amazing year, and I wish for you many, many more. I don't know why anybody would want me, wants me to do even more rants. I do not know. Uh, Anne has put another happy birthday, bless her. Happy, happy Ask Sue show. You are a treasure and do great work. Thank you, Anne, again. Um, Adrian Young put me a lovely picture of a birthday cake, bless her. Thank you so much for that. That's beautiful, Adrian. Thank you for that. Um, let me just have a look. Where else? I think we might have another one further up here somewhere. Let me just find. <clears throat> right, here we go. This is what I like. Um, Christina, Christina cross-posting. Well, Sue, first of all, happy birthday. It seems and appears we are all being controlled by something or someone. Every day I try to save lives of these animals around death row. Unfortunately, the more there are listed, the more we have to cross-post to try and save their lives in a 12-hour window. It is, a frustrating, it is frustrating day in and day out. It is frustrating when you have Facebook with their mission police 
roadblocking you by blocking so you cannot cross post to save their lives. What makes me angry is that they allow all the cruelty to be exposed of animals and pornography on Facebook. And when it is reported, they say we find this not against our policy rules. Are you kidding me? It should be. This is appalling and a travesty to the, for the animals. Why block saving lives? It's bad enough the abuse they go through in these kill pounds shelters. No freedom, always being controlled by something or someone. Well, in all... Well, all in all, back to Crossposting, and if not block, but I will be soon. Happy birthday, Ask Sue Show. Please share the deaf... Oh, start again. Please share the deaf row cats. They all die at 6 a.m. injection. And she's put a picture of them in, and she's put... Um, also said... Let me just find it. Ask Sue, I added you to the protest this slaughter at NYCACC. Please post that in your group. And uh, I will put this in the chat room. Christina, thank you very much. That's a lovely present for my birthday, bless her. Um, absolutely great. Thank you for that. Uh, let me go back. I just want to make sure I haven't missed anybody off who's put me a little message. Bless them. Um, let me just make sure I haven't missed anybody out. Uh, Dale Johnson, you are my hero for what you do. And um, Liz Wood said, well... Well said, Christina, so thank you both for that. And um, that was all my messages. But thank you very much to all 55 of you that said that you were coming to the Ask Sue birthday party. Hope you're all going to join us in the show tonight. And if anybody wants to call in, it's 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Now, of course, with a birthday, what do you have to have? Oh, that's right. You have to have the birthday song. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. We sing happy birthday to you. And may all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday. We're 
Hi, and welcome back to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay. And hi to everybody that's in the chat room. Um, a big hello to Susan Hunter, who said she's got to go to, back to the vets very soon. But it's nice to see that Susan is actually listening in from Australia. Hi to Australia. What can I say? The other thing is, let's think... What is the weather like in Australia at the moment? Could you actually send us some lovely sunshine for the first birthday, do you think? Because I tell you what, it's very cold in the UK at the moment. Ooh, weather. <laughs> now, if anybody wants to call into the show, it's 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. So uh, give us a call in. Come and have a rant with me. Maybe there's something you want to share. Maybe there's something that's upset you on Facebook and you want to say about it. You know, by all means, please give us a call in, 347-327-9694. And maybe there's some links you want to share to me as well and bring to my attention. We have got the NYC Urgent Cats link in the chat as well. So if anybody's got any that they would like to share, by all means, please share those as well. Um I want to very quickly, <clears throat> sorry, frog in my throat, I think, um, just say a few of the links that we've got on the Ask Sue show, because it's quite amazing how much we've actually put together over the year. We brought various different things together. So we'll start with, obviously, we've got the Blog Talk Radio. We've got the page of the Ask Sue Radio Show Network. We've got the Ask Sue Show Group. Um, Ask Sue's also on Twitter, so anybody that's on Twitter at the moment who'd like to follow me, it is twitter.com forward slash Ask Sue. So quite an easy one to remember. Uh, we've got the um, Global Animal Advocate page. That's been very busy lately and uh, loads to share from. Uh, we've got the Hey Mr. Government Globally, a very favorite um, link of mine, uh, giving you all updates of what the government is up to or not up to, as the case may be. Uh, we've also got no to BSL start owner-specific legislation, the part where I decided we needed to replace BSL with something else. So how about owner-specific legislation? Then we've got the BSL seized dogs, and so that's any dogs that have been seized um, by the police or whoever, we can list them into there. We've also got the Ask Sue Rescues to bring together all of the rescues that need help in any shape or form. We've got the We Love Ask Sue page, which was put together by somebody else for me, but, you know, that's got some links in there as well. Uh, international Dog Campaign Group supported by Ask Sue. Uh, that is literally a place where we can share dogs that need cross-posting. We've got the asksue.co.uk. That is a website where you can advertise. We've got the Psychic Medium Directory. We've got the Missing Group, and that's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash missing them. We've got the whole of the UK ranting, and that's for literally where anybody wants to have a good old rant. That was the first one that we put together. Uh, the Psychic Awareness Grows Over the UK the Psychic Events Directory, Psychic Awareness Across the World, Psychics Watched by Admin. We've got the group called Enough is Enough. We've also got the one where Jamie did, who is 13, God Help John the Dog. And it's brilliant to see that John has gone to a new home with a family that he's very much loved and uh, lovely to see him putting on weight and looking so well. So well done to the family. 
Uh, Go Green Day in support of Patrick. Go Green for all the senior animals. And the truth about Bloomfield Health Department. So we put quite a few together, and I must admit, not all of them are actually on there. And uh, I tell you what, just have a look at the new website. We're trying to put as many links as we can. And, of course, talking of events and the Go and the Green and the Howard Einstein. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? How are you, my friend? Happy, happy birthday. Thank you very much indeed. How are you? I I am very good. I wrote a little something out, which I never do because I'll get too nervous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just Don't want to be say, well, because, you know, you're such a close friend of mine. Sue has a big heart and no ego. She cares about her friends and her causes. She is true blue, and that's why I love S. Sue. Oh, bless you. Oh, great. Uh, do you know what? It's so funny. I, I was putting the website together today, and obviously last night, and I was sharing it with you last night, but early hours this morning, <clears throat> and I was sitting looking at it and I was thinking, do you know what I mean? It's quite amazing what we've actually put together over a year. And I say we it because there's, it's all of us. All of us have done mm-hmm. all this. You know, all of us have shared the links. All of us have been doing these things. But I've literally had to put something as in a website all in one place because I don't know about everybody else, but I am absolutely pig sick of Facebook. I, hear you. I can honestly say, hand on heart, if it wasn't for the fact of the animals, I would have left yesterday. I, I was hear ready you to shut you. the pages, shut the groups, and just go and say, diddly squat. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I honestly yeah. just had enough of it. You know, they're controlling us, then they're stopping us doing us our work, and you've got evil people that want to block you from doing what you want to do as well because they're saying that you're spamming. You know, I'm, I'm not being funny. I ain't got time for spamming. I've got too, I'm too busy trying to save dogs' lives and help people and everything else. Do you know what I mean? But, but you know something, Sue, you have, you have made a difference, and the show's made a difference, because we had, and he's one of our regular guests now, Captain Yoakum, and he said the reason he comes on your show is because you do care about the animals, and he told you and I we have made a difference. And, you know, that meant a lot to me. I know what you're saying about Facebook, and it, and it is about the animals. And, um, exactly. and, 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 you know, I, and I'm not being sarcastic. The captain has, you know, he's a busy man, and I'm sure he's invited on to a lot of shows. And I was counting last night. He's been on the show close to a dozen times already, and he just doesn't call in for five or six minutes. He has stayed on for an hour, 45 minutes. And, you know, it just, you know, it just tells, it just says how much you do care and you are making a difference. And I want to thank you for letting me have the honor of co-hosting every Tuesday. And, you know, I used to say that, I'm, you know, I'm just an average guy, but I guess I realized after you telling me and the captain telling me that I do have a strong voice, and it meant a lot to me. So, I guess I'm a little above average now. I guess I can accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be You're All not. Right. A, you're definitely not average. I can tell you, definitely not. You, the All thing right, is, though, right. Howard, we both of us were really strong at what we were doing. You were doing the events, and I was doing my thing as well. Um, we just, it was just straight away. We just hit it off because it was. We both got the passion of what we wanted to do, and we just fitted together perfectly. It was fantastic how it all came together. It was brilliant. But, you know, I have to tell everyone if there's any new listeners. You know, Sue and I, we do talk every day. We PM every day, and I feel like, you know, we have a business relationship because we do work on the show. But I have to tell everyone that I cannot ask for a more sincere, true, kind-hearted friend because she cares. She's there for you, and I'm there for her. And you know something? That's what it's all about. I'm just going to leave it there. You know, friendship is a two-sided thing, and uh, both of us said to each other, so we don't have time chasing people 
and, you know, about all the garbage, you know, a lot of the stuff on Facebook. But I just want to tell you that I love you. I love your family, and you mean a lot to me, my friend. Oh, bless you. Thank you so, so much. I must admit, if it wasn't for the fact it was near bedtime for the kids, I was actually going to let Jamie um, come on the show, but he, he said, I'm going to bed, Mum. Now, it's not very often that that happens, so I thought I'll shut up and let him go. <laughs> and my, birth, my birthday wish for your second year is that I'll be taking over the Tuesday show, and you're going to be on a big, big show by yourself. And just. Uh, but I guess you still have to approve guests coming on. You know, that's what, that's what the captain said, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did friend, laugh I, at that. <laughs> I, I, wish, I, I wish you I wish you all good things for your second birthday on the show, and we all love you, my friend. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm okay, actually honey. trying, really trying. I must admit, I've actually been speaking to. I actually emailed Radio Shopshire, which is a local radio station to us, and they, I can't say. The thing was, I actually emailed them and asked them what they actually thought, <clears throat> and they actually. They weren't knocking it, but they were giving me in, in ideas and ways to do things and stuff. And, you know, I, I must admit, I read the email and was a little bit disappointed. I mean, I don't know if I thought I, I was suddenly going to get a radio shopshire job or something. I'm not quite sure. But, you know, it was a little bit thing. But then I thought, no, Sue, you need to take this this criticism positively. It means that you've got something to work at. It's something that you've got to go further. And I keep saying, you know, I, I'm not being funny. There is days when I do just think, what am I doing? What exactly am I doing? And, and I'm sure there'll be more days that I say the same thing. Because I am putting, and you'll know, Howard, because I speak to you at 3 o'clock in the morning some mornings. Yeah. And, and it's like 16-hour days. You know, and, and I'm not, it's not like I'm living in a mansion or a small holding or anything, you know. And we're trying to juggle everything. And it's really difficult. I've got the kids as well. And, but I know that this is what I was meant to do. I love doing what we're doing. Um, we're. But I want to get it out there further. Yes, and I do. I do want to say one other thing. Um, I did create a new group. You are an admin on it, so it's called Memphis is in our hearts and on our mind. Now I do want to stress that Jeff and Diana have nothing to do with the group. They don't know about it, and I'm just trying. You and I are just trying to rally people, and I think next week yes. we'll be talking about it. But I do want to emphasize very strongly that the Colton Becks have absolutely nothing to do with this group. I did it on my own, and I made. You're an admin. Pebbles is an admin, and our dear friend Sally is an admin. So it's on there. People would like to add their friends. I only want to. I don't want this to become a cross-posting group. We just want to keep keep it to the issues, and we'll talk about it more on Tuesday, my friend. Definitely. And I've got to say to everybody that you know, me and Howard have spoke about this, and I've got to say to everybody, right? As much as I respect Jeff and Diana over this, I have got to say that they put Memphis in our hearts, and I think all of us feel the same that we are just gutted that we have not heard anything. And I, I am absolutely mortified, and I've still got it in my head, of what if something happens? We can't just sit back here and wait, just in case, oh, it'll be okay. Nobody can tell me it'll be okay, because we all thought it'd be okay over Lennox, and look what happened. Correct. Who but, would but have thought that would have happened? But, but to, you, so, just to reiterate what, yeah, but, you know, what you did say, which is true, you respect Jeff, but now we have to do what we have to do. Definitely. You know, this, this um, is about, like... Like the captain says, this is about the animals. Yes, yes, definitely. And just to let everybody know, um, I have got something up my sleeve to be doing next week. 
and we'll be doing it live on the show. You do not want to miss it, okay? It's going to be one good one. And um, how would you know what it is? But we won't say too yeah. much at the moment until we get that sorted. But um, let's just say if anybody's got any connections, emails, phone numbers, or anything to do with um, Memphis, anything, I don't care who it is or what it is, send it to me, asfushow at gmail.com. Or you can even go, <laughs> I love going to say this, absolutely. Like, go on the live chat on my website where you'll be able to message me directly. <laughs> and now, listen, I heard, I, I'm going to go, but I, you know I can't go without it. I did hear a little rumor today. I heard that Patrick loves the Ask Sue show. <laughs> oh, it, go, it goes without saying. <laughs> okay, my friend, He's one of the top fans. <laughs> happy birthday and on to bigger and better things, and I love you, Sue, from the bottom of my heart. Howard, big hugs from all the way from the UK, and thank you so, so much for calling in. I really, really appreciate that. I'll, be, I'll talk to you on Tuesday. Bye-bye, honey. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Well, what can I say? He's just a star, isn't he? An absolute star. And thank you, Howard, so, so much for calling in. I really, really appreciate it. Um, it's lovely to have a phone call in like that, and... Uh, just makes it all worthwhile, let's just say. So thank you very much to Howard for that. Anybody else who'd like to call in? 347-327-9694. That's 347-327-9694. I'm just reading what Lisa's put. Uh, I wrote to the at attorney, sorry, <laughs> attorney and the governor of the NJ on behalf of Memphis. I had written to the AG back in August, but got no reply. So in January, I wrote a new letter to the Attorney General, but I cc'd a copy to Governor Chris Christie about the fact that I never got any reply to my letter in August. That's disgusting, isn't it? You know, we pay for the, these lot get very good money for supposedly helping to run our country to the best of their ability. Can anybody tell me anywhere that we've seen best of their ability? Really? I'll tell you what, there's hope for me to be president, yes, I can tell you. Absolutely disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Anybody who wants to join on the rants about the um, government, please join Hey Mr. Government, um, Hey Mr. Government globally. And can I just say also, I've got to say a big hello to my friend, friend Angela Evans, who lives in Stourbridge in, near Birmingham, and she has been trying for a long time to have a little baby of her own. She's, had to, she's lost so much weight. She's done so, so much. And it could be any, I'm going to say any hour soon, that she is going to be, hopefully, very soon, I can't wait to see it, having a little baby. And I've just put on her wall, I know everyone will be right there with me waiting for news, so let's help Ange by sending her a big push of love. Push. So we've got people putting push underneath, and she's just commented, no show yet. Well, I just hope that everything all goes okay, and big hugs from Ask Sue. Hope you're all okay, and uh, looking forward to seeing the baby. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl, so, oh, fingers crossed. The funny part is she's been calling it Bert the whole way through the pregnancy. So, uh, and it's quite funny, because my granddad's birthday was... Granddad's birthday. My granddad's name was Bert, and his birthday was the 17th of March. So uh, she just missed out, bless her. So I uh, hope she's okay and uh, looking forward to hearing the great news. So uh, big hugs. 
has anybody else got any other updates that you'd like to share? Uh, maybe you'd like to call into the show, 347-327-9694. Um, now we've got area code 705 on the line. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello, happy birthday. Hello. Now I know the voice. Come on. Lisa Legere. <laughs> Hello, from darling. Canada. How are you doing? You from okay? Canada. You think I'd miss your birthday? Oh, big hugs from the UK. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm glad to see you got your uh, new website up there. I'm listening in on the show. <laughs> oh, bless you. I tell you what, it's it's coming slowly. I, I've got more things that I want to do yet, and it's not it's not quite a Facebook, but... You know, we've got a live chat there. We've got a bit of a, you know, where we can talk about different subjects and stuff. So, you know, maybe somebody will come along and sponsor, for my birthday, a new social network for us. Wouldn't that be good? Oh, it would be lovely. I uh, I had seen a, um, uh, a video on uh, Facebook, of course, and it was of a woman down in Queens Park, um, Ontario, um, before the board, forgive me, I might be living in Canada, but I'm still American, so I have trouble. I think it's Parliament or something. And uh, <laughs> she was having a rant as to why BSL should be um, uh, eliminated in Ontario. Well, I wrote her a little uh, private message telling her how impressed I was, and she wrote back to me, and we got introduced, and I'm trying to get her in touch with you now. Because Excellent. I mentioned the fact that you are trying to get together a, a new site of some sort um, where we can address these issues without being blocked by Facebook Definitely. all the time. Uh, I saw well, where you, you know got... What? Lisa, yesterday, I, I must admit, I was close to shutting the pages on Facebook and set, just put a mass rant on Facebook telling what a bunch of leaps they really are and because i honestly god i don't know about everybody else but i am sick to death of it you know i'm working my backside off with i'm doing 16 hours a day and then i'm sharing i mean the other day we were sharing um urgent nyc um dogs right right and there was one i don't know i'm sure other people have seen it where there was a dog with little they put little pink ears on it and she was beautiful absolutely uh-huh. beautiful and do you know what I thought? I, I, and I actually shared it on the Ask Sue Radio Network. And I put, please, everybody share, because tomorrow her name may be followed by RIP. I saw that. I reposted that one. Do you know what? The next morning, sure enough, there was two, right? There had RIP, well, actually, there was about six, actually, RIPs after their name. And do you know what gets me, Lisa, more than anything else? Is when what? I see on my pages, and this is why I love pages, there was about 120 people saw that post, and about mm-hmm. four people shared. You're kidding. Four. I four. saw that. 120, and they are I on saw the that, and, I re- and it's sickening. I reposted that one. I remember seeing it because you had written the part about the, if you don't do something soon tomorrow, you'll see this again with RIP next to it. Yep, that's it. And, and do you know what? Sure enough, RIP was next to her. She oh, was just no. beautiful. I mean, I know, before everybody shoots me down, oh, there's hundreds of dogs and I share them. I know. Please, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is what gets me, Lisa, is, you know, we're saying about cross-posting, right? Yeah, cross-posting's brilliant. I'm all for it. You know, it does save dogs. I grant everybody that. 
But the thing is, how many dogs are actually put on Facebook to try and be saved? Oh, out of all the ones so, that are up on death row, it's just a smidgen that actually get exposed. Exactly. But the thing is, Lisa, what, how long are we going to do cross-posting for? All my life? Am I still going to be cross-posting when I'm 90? Right. It, it yeah, almost so, feels like an endless task that never is yeah, uh, complete. I, I can see, I can just see this bigger picture, right? I don't want to oh. be cross-posting forever. I want to ask people what exactly they want to do to make a difference now. Cross-posting makes a tiny difference. Yeah, we do save some, but still mm-hmm. beautiful dogs are being killed. What do well, that's a tragedy. want to achieve? Twelve hours is certainly not sufficient time to move heaven and earth for it. And it's got everybody in this state of constant anxiety. It exactly. actually is causing anxiety to virtually thousands of people out there who desperately want to help those animals, but you've got all these obstructions in your way. It's kind of like the the way Alfred Hitchcock used to put a movie together where he'd let everybody see a couple dining at the table, and then he'd let the viewer see the bomb under the table, and the viewer at the theater is going, oh, my God, get out of the restaurant, there's a bomb, but nobody else sees it but you. And it's the same feeling. You've got that feeling of desperation where you know this animal has less than 12 hours. And so here you are desperately trying to get somebody out there to hear you, to answer your plea for help. Uh, You're turning to everybody you can think of, banging on every door, calling every number, sending messages out, desperate to get someone to help, and nobody can see or hear you. And then along comes the Facebook police who uh, throw you in jail for the weekend or whatever, and here you are frustrated out of your mind. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I want to say one other thing. On top of you being blocked yesterday, the weirdest thing happened last night. I signed, I'm painting my bedroom, so I have my computer in and out. Sometimes it's plugged in, sometimes it's not. We're moving things around to paint. And I plugged it in last night, and when I first came on to Facebook, I got, you know how they put that new graph search garbage at the top of your Well, this was a new one. This was a new one where it was asking me my feedback on how I felt about their advertising being crammed in the middle of your news feed. Hmm. Well, let me tell you, I give it to them both (laughs) barrels. I said, you know, I'm really offended. I'm outraged that you would post these suggested likes, suggested posts, slam them into the middle, right smack in the middle of my news feed, whether I like it or not, and basically use me personally as an advertising platform when at the same time you're restricting everything I'd like to put on that news feed, most particularly to my friends and other people who are trying to help dogs. And here you've got the audacity to put uh, these damned suggested posts and things in the middle of it and you can just intrude like a commercial whenever you feel like it and at the same time you won't let me say what I want to say on my own news feed yep I've never seen any any other place where Facebook offered anybody to offer feedback and so I gave it to them both barrels uh, you know, saying uh, the advertising was fine over in the side rail or whatever on the on the right hand side column, 
but uh, I think it's outrageous that they should take the liberty of pla- planting those ads and directing them totally at yourself. Um, and yet at the same time, stifling your ability to express your, your feelings. Yeah. Do you, do you know what got me the most? What? The fact that they go and say it's not controlled and it's not this and the other. Firstly, I want to say that they actually turned around and said, I couldn't add people if they, I haven't actually met them or they weren't friends. But this is well, the exact opposite of what they, when they first invited dumb. people, they told us to make, uh, to add your neighbors, your friends, and friends of friends, who the exactly. hell are friends of friends uh, yep. that you would have met. Yep. I mean, a friend okay. of a friend is somebody I've never met. Uh, I have a friend back in Detroit, and she's got lots of friends, so if I take a friend of hers, chances are I probably haven't met that friend of a friend. And if yep. there's no such thing as a friend of a friend, then why the hell is that even on there to begin with? Yes. <laughs> exactly. But the, what gets me was that. And then, now tell me that there's no um, control on Facebook when you can actually buy 10,000 likes for a certain um, amount for a page. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you well, think, how do they know that they can get me 10,000 likes for my page? Well, that has to do with uh, paying to promote the post. I actually saw on your site, and it was on your site that I saw it. Who the hell was I talking to? I was talking to somebody on Facebook, and I mentioned the fact. Oh, I know who it was. It was a gal running a radio. She goes on uh, a radio show in Detroit. And she had put up this, I'm sure you've seen it, where somebody puts up the post that says Facebook's going to start charging nine ninety nine a month or something. And she posted that, and then everybody came back at her and said, no, that's fake. That doesn't really exist. It's been, you know, mm-hmm. circulated around. And I wrote back to her and said, well, it might seem fake, but there's an actual quite a bit of truth to that. And then I mentioned it was you. It was on your site that I saw it. It was a post, and I was going to share it, and I went to share it. Yep. And down in the bottom came up this little question thing that said, would you like to pay to promote <laughs> this post? Yep. And I, I did a double take. Like, I went back and looked at it a second time, and I thought, was I just imagining that I saw that, or did I really see that? And so I went back and I looked at it again and I said, yeah, that's exactly what it's asking me. Would I like to pay money to promote this post? And it was on one of the posts on your page that I saw it at. And so I got in this big discussion with all these people on a different post for some other lady. And I'm saying, oh, I saw it. All right. It's not in my imagination. It's not a rumor. Uh, it happened to me, and I remember where it happened, what I was looking at when it happened. It, it, it's coming down to the fact that they're going to start. I think they're going to start gouging people for money yes. to have the right to post. Yep. Yeah, but they're I even really doing believe that. that. I really believe that. Yep. Well, do you know what? Even on the Ask Sue Show group, right? We've got two and a half thousand people on there. Let me just say to people, number is nothing. Half of them don't do anything. Um, right. But at the end of the day, when I do an event on there to invite people to the show, I have two and a half thousand people added to that event, which is brilliant. I just click, you know, join the group, and all of them are joined. 
No, Facebook stopped that too now because they will only add your friends that you're actually friends with on that event. It won't add all of them people on that group. So the show has probably just gone down to 300 people out of 2,500. Really? So they're yes. going through and weeding who you're, they're, they're censoring who you're allowed to speak to. Yes, so what, what it is, so for instance, on my, on my profile, I've got like, say, 300, 400 friends, okay? But I've mm-hmm. got 2,500 in the Ask Who Show group, but I'm not friends with all of them. I'm, 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 right. you know, I know them in my group, but I'm not friends with all of them. So right. what happens is, when I actually go into there and I do the event, it only adds the people I'm friends with in that group, not the whole group. See, and that's not right. It reminds me of the dark ages where they uh, keep you in the yep. dark and feed you a lot of BS. Shall, shall I tell you what it reminds me of? What? The government. Controlling. Oh, definitely. Don't want you to talk to anybody. They want you to speak to who they want you to speak to. They don't want anybody to connect. They don't want anybody to share love to each other because they are scared to death that the whole world might actually realize that if we start connecting, we can actually overpower the government and we can make this world a better place. Yes, I do believe that that's... uh, I saw a a, a link someplace, I can't remember where, that uh, I think it was on Google, something on Google. um, I can't find it right off the top of my head, but it was an article where uh, they said that the government has used Facebook. Um, in order to uh, uh, spy on people. Well, d- I mean, what, 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 better, what better source do they have to know everything about you? Like uh, when you say, hi, I'm leaving to go to the store to buy groceries, or uh, I'll be exactly. back in a few minutes, or I'm going on holiday with my family, or, uh, you know, or I'm going for a test tomorrow at the doctor's. They know your every little move. They know who your friends are. Um, uh, they know what you're up to at the very given moment. The more you tweet or, or you know, yep. put a note into Facebook, I reported for work this morning or what have you. They basically seem to have their finger. And this article reflected that there is truth in that, that they have used this to yes. spy on people. You know but, but the thing is, let's face it, right, and this isn't just for the U.S. people. This is the U.K. This is the worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. If I went and sent you all a questionnaire and put it through your letterbox and said, could you please answer the following questions? Uh, what time did you go to work? What time did you go to bed? What time did you go to the toilet? What time did you go on Facebook? What time did you leave it? What time did you go in your car? How much fuel do you put in your car? Which groups mm-hmm. do you like? What do you like doing in your spare time? And all of them questions, say, let's just say there were 300 questions in that questionnaire. How many people would answer it? Nobody. They'd tell them it was none of their damn business. Yep. But look what we're doing on Facebook. We're telling them exactly every single question that they want to know. And it is definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, controlled by the government, because if you watch the um, interview that Mark Zuckerberg, whatever his knobhead Berg said on, yeah. on the interview, when he took his hoodie off, it had actually got a symbol of Illuminati, which is actually connected with the government. Right. Right. You're absolutely right. I do believe that he's, uh, he's, he's definitely he's, paid. He's a part definitely of that. paid very well. How many website um, creators do you know goes and meets the president? 
None. <laughs> maybe, maybe Bill Gates, but I'm not sure whether he has or not. But I think probably. Do you know what I mean? It, oh he's yeah. Met so many people, and and then like he had money off PayPal. He's had money off this, that, and the other. Oh come on, he's definitely been paid. And I'm telling you now, when I watched that interview, he was so uncomfortable. Yep, because he was scared to death he might spill the beans on something. Definitely. Well, the thing is, when they did the movie Social Network, and, and movies are never exactly true to life completely, but in that movie, they, the, the person playing his part stressed that he did not want Facebook to be a site that you had to pay to use. He didn't want all this advertising, but somewhere, maybe he got into the cocaine, who goddamn knows, but somewhere he got a taste of the good life, uh, you know, and, and all the riches that come with that, and somewhere between then and now, they got to him, and he's, he's reveling in the money, okay, especially yes. when he went and sold it up on Wall Street, and now, ever since they did that, all of a sudden you're bombarded with ads, you're controlled over who you can have for a friend, you're controlled over what you can say and how much of it you're allowed to post. Um, yep. It seems to me, it reminds me a lot of the way a, a, a dope pusher or a pimp works with people on the street. They get them hooked for free, and then after they're all hooked, then they turn around and start charging them. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I can see the statuses after the show now. My pimp Facebook said that I can't play today, so I've got to go offline. <laughs> That's right. You work for me, girl. You work for me. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like it, though? I mean, don't you ever get that feeling sometimes yeah. that, uh, geez, that's not a neighborhood I would normally be uh, uh, around, but here I'm on Facebook and I'm starting to get the feeling I'm in a bad neighborhood somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, for the, for somebody to report me, I mean, I I actually sat there and thought, did actually somebody report me as spamming, or did they just like the fact, didn't like the fact that I was working? I mean, let's face it, I'm getting the, the, the use out of Facebook, to be fair. But the thing is, for good. And that's what the right. government don't want. They don't want us to be connected. No, I think that uh, they're getting very scared because at this point, uh, too many people are connecting the dots. Too many yep. people are talking. And, you know, before, they, when they didn't do all this sort of thing, people openly answered i remember these idiot i call them idiot questionnaires because they pop up uh you go to play something and you get this questionnaire will pop up say you're going to send somebody a birthday card and then this this thing comes up answer this question what's your favorite color and how well do you know me and who's my best (laughs) friend and what's my dog's first name these are all security questions that you get asked when you apply for credit cards you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, what was your mother's maiden name, and what is your first dog's name, and what's the name of the street you first lived on? And the types yeah. of questions that are posed there are the kind of questions you get when you're going through a security check for a, a website or for credit card information or to verify that you are who you really say you are in the sense of identity theft. And yet yeah. here they used to plague you with these silly questionnaires, and now... Now that they know all this stuff about you and they've got a record of it, now they're playing with you. 
And they're deciding, yeah. they're basically corralling you in directions they'd like you to be in. In other words, you don't have freedom of choice anymore. You are now being corralled into yep. uh, avenues that they choose for you. Yep, exactly. Yeah, but that's exactly the same as governments. They're doing all of the same thing. But people, do you know what? It's so funny. You, you speak to ordinary people, and I say ordinary. Okay, Joe Bloggs is still asleep. And you say to them about all these different things, and Kathy's in the chat room, Sean's in the chat room, and they'll agree with this. You know, we've done shows about this. And, you know, people don't even share what we've actually posted. And it's like me and Kathy have both said, and I said this to Kathy on there, so do you know what, Kathy, it's like this. If, if we could see that a house was on fire, right, and we knew people were in that house, I would be running to that door, and I would knock the door down to tell them that they are in danger. Right. But when we go and we share posts about the government and what they're doing, what they're feeding us, and how they're dictating to us, and how that, you know, I mean, I was told that 52 million a day is going to the EU and everything from the UK. Mm. I mean, let's just repeat that. 52 million pounds a day. But there's no money in the world, right? But if I'm knocking down that door to get to people in that fire... They would be grateful. They right. would say, thank you, Sue, for saving my life. Thank you for saving my children. Mm-hmm. We do this on Facebook every single day, and we get called dickheads, idiots, oh, we're talking rubbish, we're talking about backsides, what do we know? Well, hello, but have a look at the links. Don't just slate us, just look. There's, right. there's videos that I watched, I mean, when I first started watching them, and there was one, and I thought, oh, what's this rubbish? This is a bit boring. Anyway, I thought, no, stick it out. You know, you've got to watch this. It's, it's apparently very important. So I watched it. It blew me away. It absolutely blew me away. And the thing is, people may be listening to the show thinking, why is Sue going on about governments for? What's that got to do with us? Right. Let's go Everything. back to where we first started, Lisa. We were actually talking about the fact of cross-posting, of making a difference, and making a better world. Right? Right. The right. way to do this is for all of us to put some effort into not just cross-posting, and I'm not telling anybody to stop, okay? I'm all for it. What I'm saying to people is, what are we going to do to shake up our governments and ask them what exactly are they going to do to change this world and stop the cruelty to cats, dogs, pets, elephants, zebras, whatever it may be, right? You know, but children... I mean, I've I've been looking at the Islam Against Women um, page. They're beating the crap out of them. And and what are we doing about it? Nobody's doing anything. Oh, Oh, I I hear you. Let's share the post. Oh, give it a break. Sharing a post is all very good. You'll get other people to see. But if them other people are just going to keep sharing the post and other people see, what exactly is going to happen, Lisa? Anything? Well, I think it does. I think it, I think it does have a domino effect. I really do. When I first started uh, sharing dogs, okay, that's where I began. Uh, you get the initial reaction from friends that say, "Hey, that that's not your norm." When when did you suddenly become an animal advocate? And so you respond to these comments by saying, "Well, I wasn't aware that when I found a stray dog on the road, I always thought you took it to the humane society. I had no idea." the horrors that that dog would be facing because I thought I was being a good Samaritan and taking this stray dog in. Now that I've learned it, 
Of course. I'm like Kenny Penny. I'm out here screaming, the sky is falling. Don't take that dog to the Humane Society. Keep it if you can. Find a neighbor or friend who can keep it till we can find a decent home for it because there's all this stuff that's gone on for years that people assume, and I'm no different. I assume I find a stray dog, I can take it to the local shelter, and these people are going to actually look after it. But the more I got involved the more I realized that they're a wolf in sheep's clothing, per se. I'm not saying they don't help animals. Sure, they keep them from being running loose on the street. They feed them while they're there. They're keeping them from being hit by a car or causing an accident. But in the long run, they're murdering thousands of them. And so, like every other person, uh, you know, generally on the street, and, and I've been an advocate for dogs pretty much all my life in the sense that if I see a dog, I had this happen a couple weeks ago, I was on my way to be somewhere, and a couple dogs ran out in the road in front of me, I stopped the car, I said, we're going to all be late, because i got to go catch these dogs, and I did, and I took them to the lady that owned them, but you know, if you couldn't find the owner, now you've got a dog, you're stuck with someone's dog, and you don't necessarily know what to do with it. So the general thought is like with a child. You tell your child, if you're lost, run up to a policeman. He'll help you. Now we find out policemen can be serial killers. Uh, you pick up a dog, you think, I'll take them to the shelter. They'll take care of this. They'll give them a good home. And then you get there and find out that's another horror story when you get to the shelter because uh, with all these new laws and everything, what you assumed was going to take care of that dog, in fact, you take New York, they're going to give them so much time and they're going to kill them. So yeah. naturally, your instinct is to get the word out. Now, when I first started doing that, people were, you know, like, why are you posting this? And you explain it till you're blue in the face. And yeah. then you reach a point where you say, I don't know if this is really doing any good. But then... Little by little, little trickles come back to you where I get an email from somebody saying, I, I was going to get a gift for my daughter. I was going to go to the pet store, but I saw your posts, and I've decided we've gone to the shelter to pick out a dog instead. And yep. those are the little teeny rewards you get, and sometimes you never even hear of it. You never yeah. actually hear that something you posted helped some dog somewhere, but you do it with the good faith that, you, that you're hoping that somewhere by a miracle of God, enough prayers, enough sponsors, that this will happen. And it's not happening because the government's assisting it. It's happening because so many people are concerned. I belong to another group that deals with research for cancer, and they're, I've even shared some of your stuff with them, and they're rocking off the walls. These are people who never in a million years would have thought that there were alternative treatments, things like that. Then there's well, other groups well out done, there. Lisa. The thing it's is, the mm. word is getting out, and people in little groups here and there who never may have made contact with each other before are suddenly connecting. They're connecting the dots. They're exchanging information between each other, and they're becoming awake. I like that term, awake. A yeah. lot of people are starting to come out of the stupor of Facebook, if you will, and they're starting yeah. to open their eyes to what's really going on out there. Yeah. 
Yep. Your show has made a big difference. It, you know, it affected me, and then the domino effect is I go and take it to a bunch of other groups that I'm dealing with, and then they in turn are being affected. And before you know it, I see other people are starting to post. I had a gal write to me and said, well, why don't you post for this area where I live? And I said, I got a better idea. Why don't you? <laughs> and now, And now she is in turn posting for the area where she is living. You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So it is having a domino effect. It's just, it, it's almost like you got to wait for it. you got to wait for the final result. You, you throw this wish out into the air, like wishing on a star, and you wait. It takes a couple light years before it gets there. Uh, but once in a while, you get that little echo back that says, I've turned to my husband sometimes and said, see, it is working. It is. Yeah. You, yeah. But there's days you just want to say, oh, to hell with everything. Uh, why do I keep doing this every day? And, of course, then, of course, uh, I open my page and there's a sad dog's face and he's looking through the bars at me. And I'm saying, oh, damn it, here we go again. There goes the evening. I'm posting again like a mad woman. Uh, I can't turn away from that face. I can't. You know, you know, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing, geez, I could have maybe done something to help that animal, like you were saying about the family in the house fire. I couldn't yeah. sleep at night knowing that I was in a position to maybe be able to help that animal or yeah. a living being, and I turned my back on it. There's yeah. always going to be nut jobs out there who are jealous. Um, yep. that uh, maybe they just have low self-esteem or they've never amounted to anything or they, they just they wished it was them. And I encourage those people, whoever they are, if you think that we're so much greater, jump in and join any place. We can use all the help we can get. You, you know are what I mean? You're 100,000% right. The thing with the Ask Sue Show, and I've said this, but I don't know how many times until I'm blue in the face, the Ask Sue Show is not a place for ego. Right. I am quite happy to share anybody's pages. I haven't got a problem with anybody who wants me to share stuff to be able to expose their groups to make it even bigger or whatever. Right. It, but the one thing, the only one thing I'd got a problem was, with was one day we'd actually got um, a group, and Kathy knows what I'm talking about. We'd actually got a group set up. Right. I'm not going to say too much about it. But then somebody went and did an identical one, like well, pretty well like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then added me and Kathy as admin and wanted us to admin it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, I can't admin this page. I've got one of these, and you know I have. So why have you set up another one? I'm sorry, I haven't got time. Well, she got all offended. And then I said to Kathy, oh, you know, she's starting up this page, blah, 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 and we were saying about it. And Kathy said, well, she's added me as an admin as well. And I was like, I don't know why, because she knows what we're doing. And Kathy said, well, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm faithful to Sue. This is her thing, blah, blah, blah. And, and do you know what? They, they absolutely slated the hell out of me on a different page. Really? Because like, you didn't cooperate with them. We've got enough pages to post to and share to and cross-post till I'm blue in the face. Make something of something else. I don't need a, another group the same. Oh, that's There's true. I mean, causes out there. Do you know what I mean? You can, you can only split be... yourself so thin before you've thinned yourself to the point where you're watered down and not useful anymore. Yep. And and then the other thing that gets me at the minute is somebody, um, and <laughs> I think that TBGB's in, I think she'll know who I'm talking about. There is somebody at the moment who's a friend of ours, and, and they're tagging me in a child's picture or 
whatever. And I'm thinking, you're tagging me in a child's picture. I haven't got time to <coughs> do that at the moment. Do you know what I mean? I haven't right. got enough time to share a dog picture. Never mind saying, oh, that's a beautiful little girl you've got there. I haven't got the time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's true. Like, you're not trying really to be rude. To... It's just your time is precious. Yes. I mean, I don't mean to be offensive, do you know what I mean? I mean, I know how much I love my kids, do you know what I mean? And everything mm-hmm. else. But, oh, my life, I don't need to be tagging everybody I, who I don't really know in my kid's picture. Right, exactly. It's mean, like me tagging Joe Vlogs into my kid's picture and, you know, I'm waiting for them to say, oh, aren't they beautiful? Yes, they are when they're asleep. <laughs> oh, I hear you there. It's much better when they're, when they're quiet, when they're sound asleep. Then you can actually get things done. Hey, listen, before I forget, I wanted to say something to you about Memphis. Oh, yeah, uh, but, but now, uh, do you know, I, was, I, I wanted to have a little rant about that myself. Go on, yeah, that's fine. I, I had met, when the whole deal blew up with Memphis back in the summer, uh, I had written to the Attorney General of New Jersey about it. And then I got back this uh, standard um, computerized uh, response that said, you oh, know, yes. if you don't hear something back in so much time, please contact whatever. And I let it go. I figured, you know, the wheels of justice grind slowly. So when all this stuff with Memphis and he's been, we all know the story, he's been whisked away and everything else, I got really upset back in January, especially with that deal where they gave uh, Jeff and Diana the contract, uh, leading them on basically at Christmas time to believe, here, you sign this, uh, we're the good, you know, we're Santa's elves here, sign this piece of paper, and everybody, they, they tricked them, and they tricked many people into thinking, that after Christmas these people would see the dog. Uh, and then obviously come mid-January there's no dog and it's just all BS as usual. Well, I yeah. got really mad about it. I got very mad about it. And I wrote a letter to uh, back to the Attorney General again, only this time I cc'd a copy to the governor, Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey. And basically, I made it clear in this letter that since you didn't bother responding to me in August, I'm letting somebody else in a position of authority become aware of the fact that you're not answering these letters. In other words, I ratted you out to a higher up. So if you don't respond this time, I have somebody else who's watching. And I want you to know I got a letter back on both of these letters. I paid big money. It cost me about 35 40 bucks. But I sent both of them registered mail from Canada. Uh, they had to be signed. In fact, the, mail, the lady at the mail office said to me, you know, they're both in the same building. We can put them in the same envelope. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm paying money. I want that signed, that it's been hand-delivered. I marked them personal and confidential because I know as a secretary that makes a difference into who can open that letter. Uh, yeah. I got it. I actually got a response back from Governor Chris Christie. I've still never received an answer from the Attorney General whatsoever. And here's the letter that he sent to me. Thank you for your letter. I appreciate your taking the time to share your thoughts with me. I have asked State Comptroller Matthew Boxer to review the information you sent to me. Should the comptroller or a member of his staff have a question, they may reach out to you directly. If you wish to contact the state comptroller boxer's office, you may write to the office of the state comptroller at comptroller at P.O. Box 24, Trenton, New Jersey, and the zip code. Now, I did not know what a comptroller was. 
so I looked into it because basically my letter was a letter of outrage, um, and I tried to put it in words that, hi, I know I'm an animal advocate and all that, but I, as a citizen of the United States, uh, where our tax dollars are being used for whatever, uh, knowing that New Jersey just had a big hurricane come whipping through there and ripping out half of Atlantic City and Jersey Shore and whatnot, are you even aware of the money that's being wasted on legal assistance back and forth in the township of in the town of Bloomfield, New Jersey? When you've got citizens over in Atlantic City and Jersey Shore that are scrambling to have the city rebuilt, and here you've got one woman in a small town basically pissing away thousands of taxpayers' dollars on utter nonsense and foolishness. Yes. So I found out what the comptroller does by this letter he addressed to me. The comptroller is the guy who keeps track of the money. He's like an accountant for the state of oh, New Jersey. Really? Yeah, really. So I wanted to share that with you, that at least somebody somewhere responded, directed it to somebody to look into, and I know it's a slow process. I know that. I know that in government everything seems to take forever to move heaven and hell. But I was damn mad about the fact that I never got a response to my first letter to the Attorney General, so I went out of my way to word it. I kept thinking, how can I get these people's attention? And that was the way I did it. I made sure that there was a second copy and a new cover letter to the governor, and it was the governor, Chris Christie, who actually responded to my letter. The Attorney General still has not answered me at all. Yeah. Do you know what? I've just got to say that um, Lynn, I've just asked her to call in. Uh, she said the state is investigating Law and Fitzpatrick and their attorney, Ro Ronald Ricky. I probably said that wrong and I apologize. No, that's right. I know who you um, mean. I think they actually spelt it wrong. I think they're supposed to spell the A-N-A-L, aren't they? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can relate to that one. A bit uh, and, and more is not spelt right. I'm sure she spells it differently. Anyway, moving on. But um, and as for Fitzpatrick, well, there is there is there is no renaming of that, is it? I mean, I, I tripped him up well and truly in the show as it was the idiot. So Andy broke his promise because he never even sent a picture of Memphis, and I haven't forgotten it. Um, but the thing that gets me is, you know, it's like they've made. Um, Obviously, Jeff and Diana shut up, but I want to say to everybody, I don't know about everybody else, but we all took Memphis into our hearts, and I think that, yeah, okay, Jeff and Memphis have to be quiet. Okay, Jeff and Memphis. Jeff and Diana have to be quiet. That's fine, okay? That's what they <laughs> yes. want to do, and that, that's what they've been signed to do. Okay, they can. But all the minute, it didn't say on any of that thing that we have to be quiet. The people that actually made us think, the people who've actually got together, all that on the page for Save Memphis. All the minute, Save Memphis we signed up to, as in we joined that group. We wanted to save Memphis. We haven't saved him. So why no, are we, we haven't. They may have thought that by having them sign that contract that this would just shut up and blow away, but they oh, forgot. No. They didn't get signatures from all the rest of us. Exactly, exactly. And we, when we joined that group, us as animal advocates at the end of the day, don't give up like that. We don't walk away. Oh, no. hold a minute. Just hold that thought one minute. Is sure. Dick Lynn on the line? Hello? 
I'm still here. Area code 585? Oh, no, they've gone. I think I know who that might be, actually. Where have they gone? Um, that's right, Sue. We can talk all around. Uh, Lynn, if you want to call in, by all means, give us a call in. 347-327-9694, because I know Lynn's very good at doing the old rant as well, bless her. Um, and she's definitely with us. It, it's just ridiculous. I just think that we all need to be standing together because, you know, save my, I, I must admit, right, I don't care what anybody says, and if anybody wants to shoot me down for it, go for it. But do you know what? I seem to remember it wasn't that long ago that we were saying, oh, it's okay. No, but they won't do anything to Lennox because there's too many people stood right behind him. They wouldn't do that. Excuse me. Look what happened. Oh, you, you, got, you hit the nail on the head with that one because it was Lennox that got me started with all this. I used to play games on Facebook, and one of the players had add, added Save Len, Lennox to her middle name. And I kept seeing it and seeing it, and I finally wrote her one day and asked her, who the hell is Lennox? And, of course, that's what started everything for me. And I yep. wrote it, and I wrote letters, and I made phone calls, just like the best of them. And we really thought there's no way that with this much publicity that they would ever get away with that, and yet look what happened. I yeah, went into the worst depression. I actually suffered depression over it. Well, I think I spent probably two, three weeks seriously depressed over it, maybe longer. Yep. And, I, and I thought, how, in, how did they get away with this? How did they manage to pull this off in the face of this many people? This isn't a bunch of little, a small little group of tree huggers here, and I mean no disrespect to those people at all. But my point was, it wasn't just a little crowd of rabble-rousers. It was people all over the world, massive amounts of people, and yet despite all that, they still managed to do whatever they damn well pleased, and it's almost as though we have no say in any of it, none of it. Yep. So yes. when I first and found out about, yeah, I found out about Patrick after again. that. Yep. But do you know what, Lisa? The same thing applies again. Governments, they think oh, that they will not stand up to them. They they think, oh, it doesn't matter. They'll soon quieten down. They're absolutely right. It's a, they well, are absolutely right. We have quieted down. None of us are saying all the anything. I must admit there is some because we have even got um, a truth page as well. Um, let me just go to phone line because I think this might be one of them. Uh, 973, hi. Hi, Sue. It's Lynn. Hi, Lynn. How are you doing? Come and rant with us, love. Oh, thank <laughs> you. How are you? <laughs> okay, thank you. How are you doing? I'm Okay. So what's your thoughts on this Memphis Well, And you will mention on Lennox at the same time here. What's your thoughts? Well, uh, it's hard for me to talk too much about Lennox because I realize that people like to get involved in the international saving of animals. But I don't really feel like I have a right to tell the U.K. what to do because I certainly don't want them to tell us what to do. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. I, although it was very, very disappointing, the outcome of that, um, yeah. I don't have too much to say about it. But as far as, as the Memphis situation goes, as you know, I have been at almost every meeting since August. Um, I don't live in Bloomfield. It is my native town, um, but I don't live there anymore. And it's unfortunate that more people in Bloomfield do not come to those meetings and see firsthand what's going on. Yes. And those meetings are also taped, Sue. I don't know whether you've ever watched any of them or not, but 
The mayor and council meetings are all taped. They're all on TV. I've seen a couple I, of those clips. Well, I, I must admit, I watched one, and, and you're going to laugh at this. I watched um, about half of it. My internet admittedly was playing up. But I just got so bored to death and thought, oh, my goodness, I wish somebody just told me what part of the video that I needed to right, watch right. to watch that bit. So <laughs> imagine sitting through those meetings because they're, they're passing town resolutions. They're, they're talking about things that if you don't live there, it really has nothing to do with you, you know? Yep. yep. But the residents, there, there needs to be, and by the way, the shelter itself, doesn't. it's not just Bloomfield. There's two other townships that contract with them for animal control. And nobody from those places shows up either, and this is their tax dollars being spent there, you know? Good well, there's a situation in the States where if the people who live there do not show up to meetings, do not participate, uh, later on when, when the dust settles, then they don't really have anything to go back on if they don't participate. Uh, that's basically the way most small towns function in the United States. Uh, town meetings, uh, council meetings, uh, where the public has to show up and they have to uh, voice their concerns about what's going on in their town. If they don't show up and they don't say anything, then the township can do pretty much whatever it wants. That's very true. You know, I'm not a yeah. taxpayer in Bloomfield. I don't live there, but, you know, I've made it my business to go there because because of Memphis. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a, I am a good friend of Jeff and Diana's. I love them dearly, but I've said all along I got involved in this for Memphis because I wanted him to have the best chance possible, and I believe that's with Jeff and Diana. Yeah. But, Lynn, how much have they actually, or have you got any ideas on how much they've actually spent on Memphis? And let's, you know, how many dogs could they have sh saved if they'd have just said, right, Jeff and Diana, here's Memphis, you know, we'd like to keep in touch with you to let us know how your, the training's going, but maybe, do you know what I mean? Maybe they could say, can we see him in a month's time to see how he's getting on, or whatever, do you know what I mean? But how much do we reckon that they've actually spent the only thing that I can say for sure that I know has been spent by the Board of Health is the attorney fees. And that's from September until December, $15,000, just for the wow. attorney. Yeah, but don't forget, the township is also paying for the attorney that's representing the town council as well. That's correct. That's correct. But so he, you add that he, to gets, it and he gets a salary. Brian Aloya, the, the township attorney, gets a salary. The other guy bills as he serves them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gosh. But the, the atrocity is just like what Sue said, though. The amount of money that's been uh, squandered, if you will, uh, with all this controversy, just think of how many animals could have been benefited by that same amount Absolutely. of money had it been put towards other dogs rather than everything just to feather Karen Orr's personal hobby there. That's true, and yeah. that's not just the Board of Health money. That's money that people raised to, for Lexus Project to get involved. And, you know, uh, Jeff's attorney fees are $12,000. How many jokes could we have saved with that $12,000? Exactly. And, and not forgetting, to be fair to Jeff, he actually, Mike Fitzpatrick, clever dick as I call him, thought that he was being funny when he went and said, oh, well, uh, there's another seven dogs here if you want it. And Jeff said, yes, okay, thanks very much. I can get them fostered out. And he turned them down. So it's not just the fact that he turned, you know, them from having Memphis. They, Jeff actually found, for another, wasn't it, another seven homes? 
That's correct. I was at that yep. meeting where Jeff did that. Yeah. I mean, and, and and they even turned that down as well. <laughs> I think there, the reason they turned would... it down is that she's hoping to open her own business, obviously, the Neighbor to Neighbor Network, and she's hoping to have her own thing going, if you will, and have everything redirected into into her control. That's mm. correct. How much, with this Neighbor to Neighbor Network, for anybody not doesn't know about it, Lynn, mm-hmm. can you explain how that actually works? You know, how are they, are they controlling the shelter? Who are they exactly, for people that don't know? They are not controlling the shelter. Right now, the town administrator, Ted Arendarg, is in charge of the shelter, and he is negotiating with them. Uh, we have actually asked him to send it out for bid, to, put, to send it out for bid, or to continue running it himself. He has uh-huh. experience in another town running an animal shelter. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what else to say than that. Uh, oh, you asked me about Neighbor to Neighbor Network. Uh, Karen Banda would be able to explain it a little bit better. They are a volunteer arm of the Bloomfield Board of Health. Um, and they're not just involved with the animal shelter. They help senior citizens that can't get out and, you know, take them to the store, uh, to the doctors. I don't know what else they do. I, I'm really not sure. Karen, Karen Banda knows a lot more about that than I do. Yeah, but you know what Karen Banda's like when she starts. <laughs> yeah. And she knows them all No, I'm personally, joking. She's you know? very good. And that's a good thing. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. We're... Th- the thing is, do you think that we're right what we're saying as well, Lynn, about the fact that it's still, it has gone quiet? Do you know what I mean? I mean, there is, I know that obviously we've got the Truth of Bloomfield Shelter um, page going, but at the end of the day, it's gone so quiet, you know, and we were, all of us on the Save Memphis page joined up there on exactly that, Saving Memphis. Mm-hmm. It do, has do gone think, very quiet on the internet and very quiet at the meetings because less and less people are coming. Yeah. Well, that, I think, was their whole intent when they asked Jeff and Diana to sign this contract. Uh, I've gone to the Save Memphis site many times, and if I voice something, I've been told by administrators, don't share that here. Uh, Jeff and Diana can't talk about that. This, they're forbidden. And it's almost, in a sense, stifling in a way because you come there and you want to share something or kick, kick the can around about something that's not eating at you. And it, it's really been kind of played down that this is not the place for it or really people aren't at liberty to speak freely here. And so the people are being redirected. And that's where a lot of people lose interest. I'm not saying I would lose interest because I keep uh, tabs on what's going on down there, and I'm not even in the States anymore. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the point is, like she said earlier, uh, a lot of the people in the town aren't even bothering to show up and stuff. Uh, it, whatever they wrote in that contract, uh, it, it was only meant to stifle Jeff and Diana. But the truth of the matter is, without them being able to voice anything, it it has died down, and so it, you almost feel like you're out there all by yourself rooting, and you're, you're you look around and there's nobody standing there with you anymore. Well, like we and said exactly. before, it's, it, it's, I I am not under a gag order. No one has instructed me that I can't speak. You know what I mean? So it's it's 
I'm going to say what I want. I, I, no one can stop me, and I don't speak for Jeff and Diana. I speak for me, for Lynn. Right. You know. Actually, yeah. it's funny you say about the gag order because that, that just reminded me that was the reason I first wrote to the attorney general initially was back earlier in the summer when they sent a squad car to Jeff and Diana's oh, house yeah. asking them to, you know, shut up, be quiet, and tell all your followers to shut up, too. And that was my original beef to the attorney general was how dare the, a police agency, of all things paying taxpayers' dollars again here, uh, have the audacity to step on my freedom of speech. Who in the hell yeah. did they think they were to send a squad car to a man's house that I've never met, telling him basically to tell me to shut up and go away? And I was yep. really outraged about it. And I never got a response from the Attorney General when I wrote that letter in August. And so when all this stuff took place at Christmas with the contract and what have you not, by January, I was really mad. And this is why I, I, I uh, composed a letter that was not only sent to Bloomfield, but I mean to uh, the Attorney General, but it was also addressed to the Governor of New Jersey saying, you know, uh, you people have stepped all over average citizens now. You're no longer messing with just Jeff and Diana. You're messing with the American public now. And that yeah. is American tax dollars. Regardless of whether I live in New Jersey or Detroit or where the hell I come from, I'm still an American. I still have the right to vote in whatever goes on in my country. And this is outrageous. I'm helping the dogs that were all left homeless out in New Jersey when that uh, hurricane hit there. And just like all the people with Katrina years ago, people are trying to come to the aid of the people of New Jersey. And you're basically telling all of us people out here that we don't have a say in what the hell's going on down there. Yeah. And it was somewhat of a gag order to send a squad car to these people's house, tell them to tell us to go away and shut up. So it, I took it exactly the way it was intended. It was somewhat of a gag order, and I was outraged by it. So even though they didn't send them there specifically uh, to tell you by name to go away, they basically told all of us to shut up and go away. And that, that's the reason I said there's no way I'm forgetting this. Not after what happened to Lennox. No, I'm not just going to dry up and blow away. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um... Sorry, guys, but you're going to tell me off here, or not, as as the case may be. But I am one who I'm sure I'm right with you guys in the sense that we've all had enough and we all want to have somewhere to speak and somewhere to ask questions and somewhere where we can all work together and not be told we can't say this and we can't say that and think. Now, I've got to say that, um, obviously, in some places, I know that Debbie Ferris has worked her backside off. She's been slated and everything, but of course she is an admin for Jeff and Diana, but she's working her backside off with so many things, so I've got to give total respect to her, but we can, let me just put this in the chat room, we can post on that page though, Save Memphis Continues, I've just set it up, we can all post on there, we can all tell each other where we're going to write to, and of all those that stand behind me and say we won't shut up and we won't be gagged, post on there, Tell me what you, where you're going to email, where you're going to call, and I will get people onto the show, um, and I will get in touch with people that are dealing with Memphis, and I will ask these, them these questions that we're asking today. Well, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I see where you've uh, put up here, 
Save the Bloomfield Bukowski uh, shelter. And I, I got to say, I wasn't certain. I've gone to that page, and I wasn't quite sure whether it was being run by the shelter, whether it was being run by uh, the advocates for Memphis. Uh, I really wasn't certain who was running that page, so I was I was uncertain about posting there. It's not being okay. run by the shelter. Pardon that me. Page is, that page is not being run by the shelter. Oh, okay. See, but that wasn't clear to me. I even went into the about section, and it was saying it was being done by volunteers of former the shelter. The shelter me? All the vo- former volunteers. The shelter threw ah. all of the volunteers out. Ah, I see. See, that's what I mean. Like, I was left confused somewhat, so I just kind of went on it on my own and said, okay, I'll just, I'm writing this letter. Uh, I'm concerned, and I, I, for one, am going to go out of my way to see what I can do to help. Yep. <coughs> Definitely. Definitely. We we need to do something. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm just absolute pig sick when I think that we did that show and everything else. And let's face it, they thought they were going to walk over us then. They think that just think that they're invincible, and I just don't think we should allow that. Well, I agree with you, and that that's the best thing. <clears throat> the, it, as long as uh, you know, my dad always used to say, "The wheel that squeaks the loudest gets the most oil." And they've tried to do a real good job because, let's face it, Jeff was getting a lot of publicity when he was having parades and a lot of social events, bringing a lot of media attention. And when they got him to sign this contract, a lot of that media attention died down because he was the uh, he was the source. I might, I might as well say he was able to motivate people and get people up and moving and joining him. And when he was gagged, which he was, uh, basically, there hasn't been anybody. There's been people, but nobody that anybody really identifies with uh, in the public, general public, so to say. There's been no actual person. We all know who Jeff and Diana is. We all know who Memphis is. But there's been no leader to take over in his place uh, to say, okay, I'm going to be running this thing now. I'm going to be uh, uh, holding events or what have you on behalf of Memphis, to get, you know, the public's attention, the media's attention, if you will. Yep, exactly, exactly. It. I just think we've got to just all stand together, and I will see who I can actually get on. And, Lynn, if you can help me with that, maybe I can get some phone numbers and do some phoning and ask people to come on the show like we did with Mike Fitzpatrick, although I don't think we'll be getting him back on again, in all fairness. But, you know, I need to ask them, and even if I have to tell them that I'm going to be recording them when I call them, then so be it. Do you know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. Right. Oh, I agree, because you're going to have to have a record of it, because these people have become so... Uh, I don't like to use that word, but it, it's, it certainly suits it, two-faced, um, yep. in saying one thing and doing something else. So if you don't get it, I grew up in the court systems back in the, in the States, and if there's anything, I, a lot of people come to me for legal advice, and I tell them the same thing day in and day out. Get it in writing. Get it in writing. Get it in writing. And if you can't get it in writing, tape is the next best thing. Because you can't go by people's word. Uh, the judicial system in the states doesn't work very well when it comes to hearsay. And unless you get it in writing, which obviously uh, Ricky knew that when he had uh, Jeff and Diana sign a, a contract, it's in writing. And that can be very damning both ways. 
So if you can get it on tape, that's even better because then you have an actual record of what transpired or what was said or agreed upon, and that's uh, that's your saving grace instead of looking at it, uh, you know, the bad way that it was used towards Jeff and Diana. That can still be used also to Memphis's benefit. Anything like all the stuff I'm doing, like I said to you, Sue, I made sure those letters went out to each person individually, signed, sealed, uh, registered mail. They had to sign for it, uh, and I got proof of delivery. It cost me more money, but by God damn it, I wanted something in writing that I, something tangible that I could use or somebody else could use down the line. If they ever do get an attorney to represent uh, Memphis, like the Lexus Project was doing, all of this sort of thing is beneficial to them in helping you from a legal standpoint. So they've used it, obviously, to hurt Memphis and to hurt Jeff and Diana, and anything that can be used the same way, whether it's a recorded conversation or it's a, a, a letter being written and a letter response, that's all legitimate proof that can be used in a legal battle at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we can all holler and yell and complain all we want, but in the end, what what is it going to do other than just, uh, you know, venting? We, we've got to do more than just vent. Yes. So I also yes. wanted to mention that not only did they throw all the volunteers out of the shelter, um, but three ACOs, animal control officers, were fired, uh, and we think because of Memphis, because they wouldn't speak badly of the dog because they weren't willing to say that he was vicious or dangerous. Uh, Moira, one of them actually called into your show one night, I believe. That's right, yes. She's the yes. one that actually caught, caught Bampus, you know, and put, them yeah. in the, put him in the back of her private vehicle so there was no separation between herself and the dog, told him to yeah. sit and stay, and he never moved in the car the whole way to the shelter. He yeah, was completely obedient the minute she... Go yeah. Sorry, Lynn, carry on. That's okay. She was the dog was completely obedient from the moment he was picked up by animal control. Mm-hmm. And and when I spoke to Mike Fitzpatrick, the funny part is he was saying, "Oh, he's got issues. He's got triggers. Blah blah blah. Load of crap." And and he then went and tripped himself up because he said, "Oh, we." And I said, "Oh, is he in the run all the time?" And blah blah. No, no, he comes in the office sometimes. And I said, "Oh, right. So he's in the office on his own with this whoever." Like he said, "Yeah, this lady's on her own in the office." And she's doing stuff, and he lies by her and all this. And I said, hold on a minute. So you're telling me that this guy, this dog with triggers that you're not 100% sure about, you're putting that person in line of fire because you don't actually know what he's going to be like. So if she moves her chair back suddenly or she thinks, oh, damn, I broke that wrong, I'll chuck that piece of paper in the bin, that could be a trigger, and she could get absolutely in a right mess because she doesn't know the triggers. But, so you're putting her in that place. Right. And he just thought, oops. Good point, Sue. Really good point. In <laughs> other words, they, they can use the discretion, but not... Radio. He's actually said that on live radio. I've got it. It's in the archives, and he said that, but he was, then they're saying he needs training. If he's got training issues and he's got triggers and stuff, as they're implying, then what the hell is he doing on his own with no muzzle, no, no lead, because that's what they told me as well, no muzzle, mm-hmm. no lead, just freely running around an uh, office. Well, that shows the, the double, double-edged sword that they're playing with there. Uh, 
uh, honestly, being as far away from New Jersey as I am, and you, Sue, you're even further away than I am, I don't care how far away from the source you're at. It comes across blatantly that this really hasn't got anything at all to do with Memphis himself. All of this no. is directed against Jeff and Diana Coltenbach. Uh, mm-hmm. There, what is the reason for the lack of transparency, really? Because if you're playing by the rules and everything is on the up and up, why do you have the dogs sequestered, isolated at the shelter? Why are you banning people with cameras? Why are you banning people from visiting the shelter? Why are you firing volunteers? Why are you firing ACOs? Uh, why are you having people sign? It seems to me a lot of secret squirrel uh, going on. Uh, uh, you know, uh, trying to hide from the public eye. If everything was all copacetic and everything was being followed, why isn't it being transparent for everybody to see that? Mm. Exactly. They are anything but transparent, Lisa. That, oh, that I, is- I got that drift. I got that drift real plainly, and, and it, uh, it, I find it outrageous. Uh, you know, I realize not everybody's going to get in their car and drive down to Bloomfield, New Jersey, but I don't have to go there to realize what's going on down there. And it's a travesty of justice. It truly is. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, there's always been, I worked in offices years ago where two employees are like oil and vinegar. They just don't gel together. You get, uh, you know, resentments and animosity between coworkers and that. But obviously Jeff has worked uh, uh, with these people before in the past. And for whatever reason, maybe she's jealous. Maybe she's jealous of the fact that he's getting more exposure than she is or whatever. The bottom line is there's been no real legitimate cause for them to whisk this dog away, hide it from the public, sneak it out of the damned state. Uh, really, I mean, the first thought is who shit on your cornflakes this morning that you went to this much trouble to yeah. bury this dog away from people? And, and, and you're doing it, you're basically thumbing your nose in the face of all the American public that's watching. Yep, yep. Absolutely, one hundred percent. What what do you actually do? We actually know if there was a, a personal thing between them both, Lynn, as far as Jeff and where I, Memphis was being kept. Do I think it's a personal thing? No, I, I think that Karen uh, has pointed out over and over again that they just don't want to be proven wrong. The shelter manager there who. We can't even call her that because it's a civil service job, and she doesn't qualify for that. So her mm-hmm. title is kennel attendant. She had never worked with a pit before Memphis came in that shelter. She was brand new there. She had never been around pit bulls in her life, and she was afraid of the dog. And that, uh-huh. that's what I believe that this is about, that they just do not want to be proven wrong. I think you've hit the nail on the head. There's a two There's a two sides to that thing there. The first one is definitely the issue of never having been around a pit bull. I had never been around pit bulls myself, and I'm guilty of what so many people have said. I always heard they were mean, they were vicious. I grew up in Detroit, and all, the only ones I ever saw were chained in someone's backyard as protection animals or, you know, at, at the junkyard type dog. And it was actually a freak thing. About seven years ago, I went out to Vancouver to visit my stepson and take my son to meet his half-brother. And I was really concerned because I had a, a husky and a small lab. The lab's still with me here. 
and I wanted to make arrangements for coming out to visit him, and he had a pit bull. Matter of fact, there were two of them out there, and I was very, he had two, and another friend of his had another one, and I was actually scared to death to go down there and visit them with my dogs, so I brought cages and all this crap with me, went down there, set cages up in the garage for my dogs to be separated from theirs, only to discover I was sleeping in a tent trailer out in the driveway because we came, I didn't want to impose on them. I had kids with me and dogs and the whole bit. I woke up in the morning with a pit bull sleeping between me and my husband. And my dogs were <laughs> locked in the garage in cages, and I woke up with a pit bull slid in between my husband and I, and my first reaction was, oh, my God. And by the time I left there within two to three weeks, I, we wanted to take the damn dog home with us. <laughs> it completely changed my whole viewpoint of pit bulls, totally. So I am guilty yeah. of what most people are, of the assumption that because everybody told you they were mean and vicious, they probably are. But it really mm -hmm. comes down to the way you handle them. I've had shepherds in my day, and the same thing can be said of them and many other breeds. The other thing you said I can really relate to, and that was the issue of she doesn't want to be, uh, 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 she doesn't want anybody to call her wrong. You get that kind of egotistical attitude sometimes when you're working as a manager or a supervisor where you are a mini-god, and by God, you're in charge and nobody will cross you. And I truly believe that that's probably, you really hit the nail on the head when you said that, that she just want, she doesn't want anybody to undermine her authority. She was in charge, she's calling the shots, and who the hell is anybody to say otherwise? And she'll be damned to hell rather than give in and say, well, maybe I should have relented. Maybe I made a misjudgment here. I think it's mainly egotistical on her behalf. It, it definitely, definitely is. There's no question. I, I just um, want to mention, too, bring, that the, la the so, last Board of Health meeting, which is held in the mayor's conference room, there's a bench outside the room. And it's, it's kind of like a church bench, I guess. It seats maybe five people, five skinny right. people. Right. Um, and Lori was in the hallway, and we were I was sitting on the bench with some other people, and she came out and said, "Oh, there's nowhere to sit." Like she was expecting us to get up. maybe she thought you'd bring a throne in just for her. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just pointing that out to say this is the type of personality there. Why would I give my seat up for her? Why would she expect me to? I would right. actually offered her the floor. <laughs> mm -hmm. You I'm, could I'm have gone and found a handicapped wheelchair and wheeled it in and said, here's a chair for you. <laughs> <laughs> she could sit on the floor for all I care. Exactly. That, Hil Hi, Hillary. How are you doing? <coughs> Hi, happy birthday show. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, darling. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. How is how's everybody else? I, I was having a problem <laughs> logging in, so... Oh, do you um, know what? Go on. I can feel you're ready for a rant, so go on, love. No, no, really? I'm not ready for a rant. I just <laughs> want to say something. I think that all the commentary has been really great from what I've heard, which is probably the past 20 minutes. And for somebody who has not ever been in Bloomfield, the person speaking, I'm I'm not sure who that was. Uh, she seems Lisa, to have a very yeah, good handle on, line on still. what's going on there. And hopefully many, many others have picked up on it as accurately as she has. The one thing I do want to say is that it, this is not a personal vendetta against Jeff and Diana. 
they were the end result of the personal vendetta against the volunteers. Because anything yep. the volunteers wanted, they were not going. We weren't not going to get. And when Jeff and Diana got involved, because we were all rallying around them, their attention of the health department and their hatred, and the and the fundraising committee, just turned to the Coltonbacks as a result. It was just all part of it. This is not. It wasn't initially directed at Jeff and Diana. The yep. township didn't have anything against them. This was a result of basically a vendetta against the volunteers. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm from the States originally. I just live in Canada, which makes it difficult a lot of times to, to deal with stuff back in the States. But I, I see um, your point. It was originally towards the volunteers, and, of course, Jeff and, and Diana brought a lot of public media. They brought a spotlight to a small issue going on in a small town. Um, my town isn't small. I'm a, I was originally outside Detroit, but when I was a kid, it was a very small community, and I do know how city town council works and what not have you, and I see your point entirely uh, that had Jeff and Diana not brought a spotlight onto it, this woman, Karen Laura, would have easily been able to sweep whatever she's doing under the carpet, get away with being a mini-god, and uh, the volunteers basically, nobody will ever see them, nobody will ever hear them, and who's going to believe them anyway? And Jeff and Diana brought a lot of spotlight to that. And so they're the first ones she's going to attack because they're the, one, they're the ones that are making, making a public spectacle of it, if you will. Yeah, Karen Lloyd, what the hell was going on at that shelter anyway? She doesn't know the dog. She doesn't know the cat. She's clueless. Mm-hmm. She had yeah. to be brought forefront as the head of this whole thing because that is her position at the township. She mm-hmm. could have given a what was going on down in that shelter. Yeah. The only reason her name is so well known now is because technically she was in charge of everything. But she's not anymore, thank God for that. But, you know, the people that were on the fundraising committee and the head of the fundraising committee hate a lot of the ex-volunteers. She's an incredibly unbalanced person who, you know, is has threatened people. I don't know why her little minions are so afraid of her. They rally around her. They'll put their their own butts on the line because she tells them to. To me, they're incredibly weak women, incredibly weak. You don't follow someone like that. But they do, and they're digging their own graves, and they're ruining relationships with businesses in Bloomfield, not to mention everything that's been made publicly known with their threats and their harassment and everything else they're trying to pull. But those, that group of women is so unbalanced and so immature and so vengeful and spiteful. They don't think about the consequences. It's all about them. It's all about the head of that fundraising committee getting what she wants. That's all this is about. It doesn't even matter really what the topic is. Do you know what I mean? It's an ego thing. It's just, right. and it's, right. when you have ego mixed with unbalanced personality, that's a recipe for danger. And I think she's dangerous. Yeah. I, I think she's dangerous. I've, I've known her. I used to get along with her. Um, I put her in her place a couple of times. But she is, and her husband too. And her husband was harassing me at one of the meetings. And a couple of the people that are in our group were sitting there, and they saw it. So 
it you know they took it as a personal mission of theirs that they were going to make sure that Memphis never got anywhere near any of us on a permanent basis. I don't believe he's in South Dakota. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why anybody else believes it. If I see him writing, that's another. There's no way that dog is in South Dakota. There's just no way. Where do you think he is? I think he's around here somewhere. He's probably in New York State or, you know, Pennsylvania. He's not a I agree. I think they picked South Dakota because it was like telling everybody he went to the North Pole. Nobody's going to go looking all the way over in South Dakota. It's far-fetched. And more than likely, it could be a friend of a friend. It could be a relative, uh, you know, a niece, uh, an aunt. It could be anybody related to her. Uh, Do me a favor and uh, keep this dog for me. I'm I'm, I'm having problems at work. Will you do me a favor? I truly believe that dog is probably not in South Dakota. No, I think that that's absolutely ridiculous. I've never believed that from day one. That's like mm-hmm. the person that came on a couple of weeks ago and said he was in Tennessee. Get it? Memphis, Tennessee. Get it? Oh, yeah, real funny. It's yeah. so juvenile, the crap they pull. Yeah. Well, I think what you described there is your typical uh, office click, if you will, when you were describing the the environment that these people are working with. A lot of times in uh, you see this in small towns, actually. Uh, I live in a small town in Ontario with 400 people, and there's a saying around here that it doesn't matter how long you live here, and I've been here 15 years now, these people don't cotton to outsiders. Is well, I more actually or less. lived in Monroe County, Michigan, for 11 years. I'm from Roseville, so I'm not far away from you there. I lived in Carleton, and it was the same thing, and I actually appreciated it once, you know, once I lived there a while because people are leery of strangers and you got to be like that in a small town. But this is not a small town. The mentality is... Well, you don't need to have a large town to have a, a bunch of people running a town community. I find where I'm living now, everybody's related to somebody that's working in the township offices and what have you not. Uh, you get oh, into yeah. bigger cities like New York or, or you know, Philadelphia, and you're going to have strangers working amongst each other. But quite often you do find where a lot of these people are all related somehow, or their their cousins or neighbors uh, grew up together, went to school together, and they end up running everything. Well, these yeah. people are, aren't related to anybody in the township. I mean, even if they were, they're just, they would be doing the same thing. And... The the fundraising committee in particular was not in existence at the shelter until maybe a little over two years ago, and that's really when everything just started going downhill because this woman, and she, if someone didn't say hello to her, kiss her butt like her minions do, and when I say minions, I mean the other members of the fundraising committee. A couple of them have dropped off, but the others, I just don't understand why these people would make such fools of themselves they are that weak-minded to follow somebody like her. If she didn't get her butt kissed by somebody, she went around telling everybody that would listen, including people that didn't even know her, that person doesn't like me, that person doesn't like me. And it was like on and on and on forever. This is one of the things I addressed her about when I was still, you know, on speaking terms with her, like, I'm done listening to this. Get over it, grow up, move on. It doesn't matter. Not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody likes me. Not everybody, you know, that's just the way the world works. I mean, where have you been living under a rock? Yeah. 
Well, it's a love exactly. You know, she'll, she would do it with the animals, too. That dog doesn't like me. That dog doesn't. How do you know the dog? You don't even try to interact with the animal. They had no interaction with Memphis whatsoever. None. Zero. This yeah. It's a little difficult um, going to like around somebody and starting who's... the petition and, and crying out to the public that he was vicious came, came from not a single second of interaction with this animal. And she's such a poor writer that I don't even know how people sign that petition because it's like a 12-year-old wrote it. Hmm. So you got to, you know, consider the source and consider the types of people that would back up a source like that. The township mm-hmm. was really, they look like the biggest buttholes because they supported this ridiculous behavior for all this right. time. The shelter exactly. never had a fundraising committee before, and we did fine. That's and the part that I found most offensive, little... too, was the fact that the township backed this sort of activity. In other words, backing one person without even looking into the issue closely enough to see that this was an ego thing rather than a real situation. There was no recorded, uh, there was no paperwork provided or actual incident reports of this dog attacking anybody, uh, nothing like that. It was all hearsay. He doesn't even have it in him to attack anyone. Right. Yeah. Mike Fitzpatrick told me right to my face that he knows how Bonnie is, that she overreacts and a few other things that he said. However, he turned around and let it continue. So Bonnie thinks she's got everybody fooled, and maybe she has some of the fools fooled, and maybe some of the fools are not, you know, I don't want to call Mike Fitzpatrick a fool. I think he's foolish for allowing this to go on as long as he has, for lying to us. So, you know, again, yeah. you got to consider the source and consider who's supporting the source. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And I say yeah, let true. them hang them. Every time they every time they make a bad decision, the fundraising committee, this NTNN crap that's going on now, um, the health department, I say let them hang themselves. Every time they post something ridiculous, there's a vendetta out there. That's just them digging their graves deeper. And eventually, yeah. they're going to get buried. I'm hoping yeah. that this town administrator has some integrity. I mean, coming from, an, you know, he was, on, he was a police officer. He took the shelter that he was with previously away from the nonprofit, which would be NTNN. So I'm hoping that... Even the way she presents herself physically and, and this, when she opens her mouth, I, I hope that this man is, is intelligent enough and has the integrity to see through the act and to see what's yeah. really going on here because if NTNN gets a hold of that shelter, those animals are screwed. They're already screwed. Yeah. There's nine dogs missing from Petfinder that for months now I've been trying to find out where they are, and they're just, they disappeared. Good grief. Well, listen, we've, we're down to a minute and a half. I can't believe two hours has gone so fast. Can I thank you guys for coming on tonight? But, you know, we need to get this Save Memphis Continues page out there. We need to start to get people talking again, and let's get these people that we're talking about on the show and get them answering some questions. So if anybody's got the phone numbers and everything, by all means, forward them to me, and I will give them a call and see if we can get them on the show. So thanks yeah, to all of you. Tom, thanks for joining us tonight. Hey, happy birthday. Happy too. birthday, Sue. Thank you very Happy much. Happy birthday, Sue. Wouldn't have missed it for the world. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go and have a party now. <laughs> Thanks have ever so much, all of you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. 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 Happy, happy birthday.
Oh, bless them all. Thank, thank you to all of them. Oh, they're such a good crowd, aren't they? And I would like to thank all of you for joining us tonight. An absolute fantastic show and excellent company for my one-year show. I would like to thank everybody that shares the show, everybody that's been on, all of my co-hosts and everybody. You are absolute fantastic. Now it's time to get the voice of the voiceless even further out there. Let's make changes. Let's make a difference. And let's stop this cruelty from today. I thank you all very much for joining us. And anybody who would like to go and have a look at the website, by all means do. And you can email me at asksueshow at gmail.com. Thank you very much for joining me. And good night to all of you. Good night.